0: Welcome to the Rizan Worship Songwriting Podcast, Episode 98.
1: I'm Joel Payne. I'm Sam
0: Hargreaves. And this is a podcast to equip and inspire grassroots songwriters serving their local church. In this episode, we're going to catch up on events at last week's Worship Songwriter Retreat in sunny North Yorkshire. And we're going to share plans for the new season of the 12 Song Challenge, which starts very soon. Hi, Joel. Should we start, Sam, by saying that... um, this podcast was supposed to be happening live at the worship songwriting retreat, but due to technical difficulties or not testing the stuff out before five minutes before the session, uh, that we changed our plans. So instead of having a panel of Jeremy Begbie, Geraldine Latty, Ryan Flanagan, and Rachel Wilhelm, oh my goodness, what a panel of titans you have! In fact, got a um, you've got a panel of Teen Titans, uh, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sam. Sorry, that's a uh, children's TV reference, to those of you who don't know. It's very good, actually. I do always find it very funny.
1: Teen Titans. Teen yeah. Titans. Um,
0: hey, Sam. Hello. Hello, Joel. Uh, what have you been up to?
1: Well, turns out that I went to a songwriting retreat. Oh. Uh, uh, in Wydale. Yeah.
0: I went to one, it too. Was,
1: did you? Yeah. Was it good? It was amazing. Yeah, my one was mega, too. It was incredible. Um... It was literally, at times it felt like a wedding, because there's all these people that you loved in the same room.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone
1: was having fun. At times it felt like heaven, because there was people that you never thought you'd see. Yeah. Like we had these Americans, and Andrew came from Germany, and someone came from Canada. And then the other thing, Travis Ham, it turns out, is is really a poet. Yes. And he said, uh, it's like meeting old friends for the first time. Yeah. I thought, that's it. That's what it is. Because there's these people that we've been journeying with for two and a half years on the challenge and you've had ups and downs and supported one another and helped one another with songs and albums and all that stuff. And then they were there in front of you and it was like, wow, you're human.
0: Yes. I was like a kid in a sweet shop on that first afternoon, (laughs) evening, as people were arriving, you'd spot someone through the window. You'd be like, no way.
1: No way.
0: It's you. (laughs) And yeah, we'd all run out and give each other a hug. And it was all, yeah, it was really lovely. So, yeah, there were 70, more than 70 of us gathered at Wydale Hall in sunny North Yorkshire. It was basically sunny, wasn't it, throughout? Yeah. Um, and uh, pretty amazing time. So we thought um, what we would do is we're going to have a relatively brief podcast, but we just thought it's been a while since we talked to you and uh, it be nice to make contact. Uh, we thought we'd just look back a little bit on the retreat, some of the some of the things that happened, a bit of a report for people who weren't there, um, some feedback from folks who were um, one or two things we learned um, and then a bit of a preview of the 12th song challenge which will be starting uh, in not not very long now no, absolutely so uh, we need a retreat review jingle um
1: Why, Dale? This is what it was. That's
0: really good. It was. I think it was worth the several seconds of silence there, where people <laughs> wondered whether we'd actually disappear. That was sa- that was the sound of Sam thinking. That's the sound of <laughs> Sam songwriting. <laughs> Did you did you hear
1: the cogs going around?
0: Unfortunately he very little He actually went completely still. I wasn't sure if the if the, <laughs> the feed zoom had was gone buffering. Down. That's really <laughs> nice. Well, this is what it was. I like that. That's really good. Um why don't we start off with a few bits of feedback? We asked some people just to give us a um a brief thought or two about the uh retreat, asked some people on
1: Facebook. Um Sam, pick out one two for us. Okay, I'm going to read James Martin. I really enjoyed getting to know James better over the week. Cool. He's, a, he's a lovely guy. He is. And he said, I've come away from wide-angle retreat feeling freer as a worshipper and in my life. Yes, it has inspired me to write songs again, but more than that, it helped me to be completely honest and open with God in prayer and song, and that has dropped a lot of my burdens. Oh. And it's, it's definitely true that people came... I mean, some people came broken. Yeah. Some people came quite burdened.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, you know, I think particularly the focus Rachel um had on Lament.
0: Did you notice how much she went on about Lament? I
1: know. I mean <gasps> Rachel God. Change the channel. No, <laughs> no, no, no seriously, no, no don't. Please. <laughs> Go. <on. laughs> no, she's brilliant. She's brilliant. And and, and actually it was it was li- it wasn't just oh this is an interesting songwriting exercise to try and write these lament songs. It was people literally bearing their souls before God and being super honest in ways that they hadn't been before. And so it was actually transformative.
0: I have got a uh, thought from Sue Crossman. Um, when I I saw Sue when I got there I was doing so well at going oh yeah right person and I guessed Sue's name wrongly about three times in a row brilliant but she's very nice about it (laughs) I will never ever however forget it now um so wonderful to have Sue there Uh, Sue says I went to the songwriters retreat for the first time this year I was incredibly nervous and worried Joel didn't help when I arrived (laughs) she didn't write that Um, I was amazingly surprised there was no need at all for any anxiety the retreat was led in such a pastoral loving and humble heart every part of the retreat was holy spirit filled seeking to encourage and build up songwriters from all backgrounds i can honestly say i was blown away by the love of this community and i am so grateful god used this beautiful ministry to bless and equip me Um, is that lovely and and can i add actually there was an um another one that came through um by email um of of someone else saying a a very similar thing i struggle with anxiety Mm. um and low self-esteem and I came Mm. thinking I was going to be like a tiny person among giants and Mm. over the course of several days the giants became normal sized and Mm. I realised I really belonged amongst those people. That's so much what we're about so that sort of thing is really encouraging to hear.
1: Yeah and what she says about from all backgrounds is, is so true because actually if you if you dug a bit you found wow we're from very different churchmanships and i've said this before about the challenge in general but when you literally put those people in a room you go well how's this going to go because we know there's different theologies here yeah we know there's different approaches to song worship um but actually you know it was you know unity in christ and unity behind you know not not one prescriptive way of writing songs but a a sort of an ethos of this is how we're going to Right, how we're going to share how we're going to be f- have fun and and play and stuff it was great
0: yeah
1: oh it's my turn um well shall i read heidi's yeah go on. heidi said heidi came from the us and she was amazing and uh and her song actually blew everyone away really when blew she did it in the concert. Yeah. i mean seriously yeah. she said i'm struggling to find words deep and rich enough to describe my experiences at the retreat at Wydell Hall. The venue was gorgeous, like stepping into a storybook, the perfect place to inspire creativity and imagination. The people were amazing, lifting each other up without any sense of egotism, bringing insights and constructive critique to songs writing process, enjoying true fellowship with one another. And the worship was just incredible and Holy Spirit filled. It was a beautiful foretaste of heaven. After the long flight home, with flight delays and misconnections and lost baggage, my husband asked me if I would do it again, and I answered, in a heartbeat. I love that. I absolutely Yay. love that.
0: That's that's so Heidi. I can say these things now. <laughs> I've spent a few days with these people. Oh, that's so Heidi. And it really is. And we lo- <laughs> um, yeah, we loved having Heidi, um, who was one of a number of people who made a, a big old journey to, mm. to come over. Um, and that it's that little that really gets me that last bit i answered in a heartbeat i just think
1: yeah come on
0: yeah it was it was a blessed time wasn't it um we were we were so blessed as well you know um several others uh from the u.s who came over and then um have uh, hung around in london for a few days to see the sights and possibly also bring down the British government. That seems, to be what, <laughs> that seems to be what has also happened while they're yeah. here. So I was a little bit worried we might come on and you would use this opportunity to publicly resign, Sam. I don't <laughs>
2: know whether you...
1: Well, interestingly, friend of the podcast, Andy Flanagan... Oh, yeah. ...was leading worship at the parliamentary prayer breakfast that morning. I know. And... Um, Reverend Jake Isaac sorry Les Isaac yeah um Les Isaac was was speaking on integrity and then literally that afternoon two high-profile cabinet ministers resigned Amazing. and in fact the next day one of them in their speech referenced uh Les Isaac's talk but literally they're praying and Andy Flanagan wow. is singing that song we've we've gone on about you know yeah. trans, um May Hall you know something line about uh, let all who lead with your integrity yeah transform revive in your society so it's like hmm something about prayer yeah
0: that is amazing isn't it um I, I feel like maybe we should just um give a quick quick summary of the things that happened because i realized that a bunch of people weren't with us and and it was lovely that we had some but there isn't even, you know, there isn't room in Wydell for the whole 12-song community, so no. um, we, we couldn't have everyone. Basically, we we came together, about 70 of us, and the days were sort of bookended by sessions together where we had input from various different people. Um, we, had a, we had writing groups that we got into a couple of times a day to share things we were working on or work on songs together. We had some time to write on our own. Uh, Sarah led some retreat sessions, which I know we really appreciated. Um, ironically, on our retreat, the first time we've actually done any ret- <laughs> retreating. <laughs> um, and um, we had some one-on-one clinics looking at um, people's songs. I, mean, it was, I really loved having um, Andy Clark and Matt Weeks doing those clinics because they're real sort of go-to help me with my song kind of people. And it was, yeah. it was lovely having them with us as well. Um, we had... Uh, we had a day out, well, kind of afternoon out, where people travel to different places in North Yorkshire, uh, which was actually really lovely. We've not done that before because we've not had the space in the programme. But people, some people went to York, some people went to Filey, Scarborough, Whitby, North York Moors Railway, um, a, a bird <laughs> sanctuary to see puffins. It was, it was really lovely um, yeah. having that bit of time to hang out together. We had liturgical folk with us who did a family concert. On the oh, let's just say a word about that. On the Monday night, they they did yeah. a concert for us, and it was it was the whole family. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ryan and uh, Melissa and the family have been spending most of this year in the UK. Just literally just gone back to the US, so we will very much miss them. Um. But they talked about how a lot of what they performed sprang out of their devotional life as mm. a family during lockdown they kind of said right yeah. we're, all, we're all locked down so what are we going to do and they prayed the prayer book the the classic yeah. um book of common BCB. prayer yeah. yeah but wrote tunes yeah. uh including um including their son liam who wrote um a beautiful tune to, to a prayer of confession as well it was really in- mm. inspiring wasn't it
1: It was. it was a really good evening i gotta say about Geraldine's sessions yeah so geraldine is obviously again friend of the podcast long-term resound writer i've taught songwriting courses with her at lst for years but actually she spoke and led i felt i said to her i think your speaking's gone to a different level yeah and she had this thing so she used um christopher small's term musicking mm-hmm. which is about the whole process of playing and engaging with music and we did this thing which when i'm going to describe it you'll probably think it sounds crazy yeah if you weren't there and it sort of was crazy but it was amazing so for the first day she got us all to just sing one note this big room everyone sings really loud yeah the <laughs> they really do so, and really well and everyone was singing one note but we could shift the octave we could shift the timbre the the dynamics we could if we wanted to add sounds or um words we could but the first day we just it was like the most gorgeous pad like i'm surprised that you know some uh, synth company hasn't come to us and asked a sample. It oh yeah, this was... I
0: recorded it. I'm selling it for big bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. But you know, you had to really listen, and you yeah. had to engage with that. Just and it was literally one note um, across different octaves. Yeah. But you were part of something. And then day two, she said, "Right, we're going to start with us." It was like a C seven chord. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: across sort of three groups in the in the in the room. And then she said, start on that and get into that. And then you can move wherever you want. You can move by semitone or tone or you can jump. Or And so what you ended up with is at times it felt like really weird, like space music because it yes. was so... <laughs> and then at times it would sort of resolve into something more consonant. And, and again, the feedback, people kind of fed back on that. And there was so much deep stuff coming up about people saying, well, I felt out of control but then I realized I had to kind of yield to what was going on. And then I had, to, there was all these parables coming out of yeah. like, you know, I realized all I could do was play my part in that. Hmm. And I had to listen and I had to be part. And it, it was, I mean, I, I'm i so excited to see what Geraldine does with that. It's, it's a kind of crazy idea, but it's actually an amazing idea. And I think it freed a lot of people up in there, you know, cause we're so often tied into, right. It's a song with a verse and a bridge and a chorus and a, set of lyrics and this was music making in a completely different way
0: yeah i absolutely agree I, i'm i mean I, i'm always so um in awe of what geraldine does and i think especially this year i just i was so proud to, mm. to just kind of for, for visitors from other places to say you've got to come and hear geraldine you've got to yeah. come and not just hear it actually you've got to come be part and participate because yeah. there is there's some sort of genius level thing where she just gets stuff that the rest of us take decades to try and figure out and um we are yeah we're so blessed to have her involved um yeah, yeah which was was really wonderful um should we i was going to say like a personal highlight of the retreat but that may, yeah. maybe that is going to maybe that's yours maybe you'd already got there on that one well I, what i should probably do is is always the highlight of the treat is the final night concert and in a sense i think we can't claim that one because it just it it's sort of so obvious it is we're in puddles at the end of it aren't we because it is um i sort of sat there with matt weeks after it we just kept looking at each other and our our eyes would even after you know just sitting on a sofa it's all finished and our (laughs) eyes start filling with tears just even looking at each other was too much um because of Of so many beautiful things about it, of beautiful songs being written, of people Mm. participating and and owning those tunes and those words for themselves, of Mm. groups having worked together over several days and then standing together to present the songs, of people who are so... that Some of those ones who were so shy when they came, or so unsure, and then their voices come out. And there is... It is literally the best audience you'll ever get, I think. Yeah. For yeah. a... I've written a congregational participatory song, which you like to join in. I, I don't think this side of heaven, it will ever actually get any better than that. Because the the room is full of confident singers who cannot wait. And what also yeah. happens, you know, always, you can count it, three notes in, split into six-part harmony. Doesn't matter what the tune is. Doesn't matter what the chords are. Boom! So it's just the most... And I, I love, in my heart... I sort of I guess as a kind of empathizing I, I I love I love seeing the face of that person who is I'm not that confident but I'm having to go wow I mean, yeah and it's yeah. it's a gift to each other um so yeah and they're, you know different different so, I mean you mentioned Heidi's was a was a real highlight of, of oh, it oh wow yeah um, oh, I still I can I was going to try and sort of pick out a, a highlight song but I figured I don't know. It's like choosing your favourite child. And um, we, we'll do it secretly, but we, <laughs> we can't do it otherwise. Um, it, w- anything else, Sam, that you would just pick out as a kind of a, a highlight or a, a learning point or something
1: like that? Well, I was really encouraged by the fact that we had some younger people with us. Yes. Because sometimes these things kind of age and, Joel, you and I are now longer no longer the spring chickens we once were. Mm. Oh, no. Uh but oh, no. we did have a bunch of younger people and some of those they I mean this is what these kids are like nowadays. They literally googled it 4 days before, <laughs> yes. found it, booked it, were on it. <laughs> I know,
0: That's I actually know. true. Most of them, most of the the young, real proper young people booked within a week of the start <laughs> of the thing. <laughs>
1: But we're amazing, you know, and just some really standout songs from some of those younger people. um, All those younger people, actually, Uh, and so that was really encouraging. And it didn't. And also, we have older people
2: coming, and we have the
1: the whole range. So it feels much more like family than okay. Here's the older people in this corner doing their thing, and the young cool kids in that corner doing their thing. Yeah, Um, and the groups help with that as well. Um, yeah, how about you in terms of learning to stuff?
0: Oh, I mean, a bunch of things. Can I I just want to throw in one other thing, actually, uh, reflecting on that. Also, uh, we started doing these retreats about six years ago. There were 14 people came to the first one, and then they've kind of mm. gradually grown. And over the first couple of them, a really fair question was, where are all the female songwriters? Why are there so many yeah, men here? Yeah, yeah. And well, it's just a reflection. I I, I did, can't see that as an issue at all now in the no. retreat. It's, there's, it's such a lovely, rich mix. Um, but also, one of the things that really struck me was and and this was not my design, but by about halfway through the retreat, we hadn't s- we sung a lot together. We hadn't sung a right. single song from the CCli top whatever I don't know, <laughs> um, and we pretty much maintained that. It was either we were singing older hymns, which was really special, as you did quite a lot of singing um, hymns, uh, or we were singing songs that people had written, and they were lead- yeah. had different people leading, and you sometimes. It sort of undid one or two assumptions, I think, there can be about congregational worship. Now, this is all with the caveat that you have got this room of very confident musical people. Yeah. But but nonetheless, you imagine that if you gather people from lots of different places, what you have to do is sing the really well-known stuff.
1: Mm.
0: And certainly that's been my experience in other songwriting things as well. Yeah, A yeah. reticence to sing your own stuff. Yeah. But actually... You don't have to do that, and I think we sometimes make that assumption about our churches as well. Oh, on a Sunday morning, I've got to make sure everything's well known so people can really join in. And sure, there's a, you know, there's a certain amount of sense in that. But also, can you introduce something new? Can you introduce something you wrote yourself? Because that's basically what then happened. And I, I was really pleased about this as I reflected on it. This is a thing about for songwriters writing songs for their congregations to sing. And so, actually, we kind of modelled that by saying, "Well, I'm leading this bit, so I'm going to lead you in a song that I wrote, because mm. that's a good thing to do. That's the point yeah. of this thing. It's not an egotistical thing. It's the what's the point in writing them otherwise?" Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I found that I found that really encouraging. Next year, yeah. second to the sixth of July. Boom the venue is booked we're going to go with the we're going to go with the bigger scale four night thing again we're going to make some slight tweaks to the program we've had some really helpful feedback from people around different aspects of it so we're really listening to that um, but I, I want to get the dates out there it will be really lovely as well because the 12 song challenge kicks off in September and that will be really sort of coming towards the end of the challenge it's also quite fun when there is an actual challenge on when we're at Wydale because um, it gives a nice little focus for people mm.
2: 12 song challenge
0: So we need to just wrap up the previous season by saying to those who are expecting a songbook, that the songbooks, the souvenir songbooks, arrived at my house just before the retreat. So I took a big bundle of them to give to people who were there. Um, And I just... uh, Then my feet haven't touched the ground since. So I just... Hopefully today or tomorrow, I'll extract the addresses that I need. And I've got all the... I've got the envelopes and things. I'm ready to go. I'll get those in the post um, because I want to get them to people. If you live overseas as in not in the uk obviously it will take a little bit longer to get there but um it it, well i i can't claim a complete confidence but it should arrive um (laughs) at some point yeah and um sam you had a nice idea about those song books didn't you
1: yes not not knowing your tidiness i thought everyone had their books but um Mm. i just i yesterday i picked up my book and i i was i do a little vocal warm-up first thing in the morning just because i'm trying to sing a bit better and so i did that and i thought i'm going to sing something oh i'll sing something out of the book so i sang one of the songs out of the book that I sort of knew and then this morning I thought I'm probably not going to work my way through this book unless I hang it on something hmm. so I sat down and sang song number one and, tried, and my sight reading is not very good but it, it sort of exists so I, I read Dave and Keiko's A Place to Lay Your Head which is an amazing song from the perspective of Joseph of Arimathea hmm. and then I thought this could be a mini challenge for maybe for the summer mm-hmm. and so my plan is starting on monday the 11th of july it's a kind of facebook group thing mm-hmm. that if anyone wants to we just in our own time sing through one song a day maybe first thing in the morning working from you know song one on that first day and then just go weekdays and uh, and then if you have a go at it and you think oh i want to feedback on that or i mean maybe some people might want to post a video of themselves singing it or oh, yeah do what you like i mean mm. there's it will probably fizzle after a little bit i yeah. can't expect you know if we get through it all it would be a miracle but it would be a nice thing to just work our way through the book together because actually there's a bunch of songs that i've either forgotten about or mm. maybe i never even noticed the first time yeah. and certainly sitting there sight reading them sing- singing them for your own worship yeah Uh, I'm sure that the 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 links to all the recordings are going to come out soon as well so we can make use of those if there's not if there's not dots or if you're not a reader so it's very informal but if you want to join me um I think there'll be a few of us doing it on there. Yeah, that's really nice. Awesome right. So a
0: kind of devotional thing, rather than post up your your ideas for how they can improve it. Just, yeah, no more critique. <laughs> so, yeah. No more critique. <laughs> Out with you critique.
1: <laughs> this is
0: done. These ones are finished. Yeah. They're in the book.
1: They're in the um, book now. Yeah,
0: that's fine. There is a in the front of the book. In fact, is a QR code, and if you QR read it, it will take you to all the recordings, which oh, the, perfect. The wonderful David Statenberry has been assembling for us. Um, so that you've got another another little devotional tool, so that's really nice. Well, 12 Song Challenge is going to kick off um, from the 1st of September, just in case you're tuning in to this podcast for the first time, wondering what this is all about. The 12 Song Challenge is what it sounds like. We set a challenge each month for 12 months to write 12 songs for congregational worship. And those challenges can be a theme, a style, an approach to songwriting. We've had a whole range of stuff over the past few years and we will have some more new things um, this time. We we may recycle some ideas, but we've still got ideas up our sleeves. Um, And that's going to start the 1st of September. Um, So watch this space very carefully. It's just a few little bits of uh, work to do behind the scenes to get the registration up and running for that. And then you can register and register. Uh, you can book in to be involved we use um we currently use a slack workspace to share songs and communicate with each other we also have a facebook group which if you sign up you'll be invited to we just keep it uh, exclusive to the people who signed up um and it is a lovely it it's one of the most beautiful places on social media actually that, that oh, facebook group full of um just encouragement and warmth and joy in, in one another's achievements and sharing one another's pains and whatever else there might be so it's <laughs> it, it is really wonderful um and uh, you'll get sent a challenge each month um and then what we do is we we share us we have a go and share our songs with each other and a bunch of different people will will pitch in and say bits they love bits they think you can improve how they would do it and so on and generally speaking it's sort of
1: really good Um, It's basically the Wydale retreat, but you get to sleep in your own bed.
0: Yeah, there you go. And probably a little bit less tired and emotionally spent at the end of every month. Oh my goodness, I was so so exhausted by the end yeah so yeah that's going to run from the beginning of september and it will run for 12 months um th- there is also a um we've got an event happening at a day thing in september on the 14th of september which is a yes it's a kind of invitation only thing so if you if you're interested if you're already participating in the 12th song challenge you will have had an invitation um but that's to gather with some of the resound jubilate writers some of our trustees and directors people involved but also a sort of wider songwriting community to mm. explore the theme of hope in um in our songs and uh, we've got a theologian coming to help us with it um and to try and spark some beginnings which might then um turn into songs based on discussion and other stuff and we're also involving people who who aren't necessarily songwriters because actually mm. they, their voice is important in in it as well which we'll just kind of broaden the sense this this richer voice um that takes into account other voices and draws them together i think that's gonna be really good
1: that sounds great joel um also you're doing this fundraising thing tell us a little bit about that oh yeah yeah that's that's pretty good um i mean we are a
0: charity we're part of a charity called the song and hymn writers foundation and like any charity we've sort of got basic ongoing costs um, a lot of which is paying for staff that's that's often the those are the main costs of the people um to what we do um and we're just having a bit of push this uh for for a 30-day period to try and increase the amount of regular committed giving so that's people who look at what we do or a part of what we do and say, yeah, I think that's really good. I want to support you. Who make a small um, monthly gift. It could be £3, £5, £10 and so on. Um, and our aim is to increase that by £8,000 a year. So that becomes a new kind of £8,000 that we can then rely on um, going forward as we as we plan for stuff. It does help us to fill a gap from something else, which was a, a previous source of funding that we no longer have. So that will be really helpful. But it also just stretches that a little bit um in setting us up for the future so that's been going really well we are we've got about a week left on that um at the point of recording this and uh we're about i think 56 percent of the way there it's really encouraging mm. so that's you know that's Absolutely. that's already the best part of five thousand pounds each year it really helps us um and i uh I know there are lots of things you can you can support and life is tight for lots of people. So we we really don't want anyone for whom the purse mm. strings are tight to feel like they need to contribute. But for other people, £3 a month here or there might not feel like it's even worth doing. But actually when a whole bunch of people do it, it really is helpful. And I love totally. it as well because it means there's just more people being part of the thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel I mean, like Chris-
0: that's how it should be. Yeah.
1: Chris Juby um, did a great thing as well at the retreat we haven't talked about, but where he talked a bit about copyright and then he talked about the the vision we've got for um, sort of extending our copyright services to to other people and and he he was really passionate about the fact that we're not being driven by the kind of financial bottom line, even though there is money involved in yeah. that part of it. Actually, the vision is to get these songs sung in churches and to release you know the the songwriters of the local church. Um so it feels really important to me that that remains our vision. Mm-hmm. And if if our you know, financial bottom line isn't our goal, it's gonna need charitable giving. It's gonna need people saying, yeah. we believe in this. We don't want you to make some, you know, fluffy album just because it's gonna sell, you know, <laughs> units or yeah. whatever yeah. or put on some, you know, S- some rubbishy retreat which is just all about you know making a load of money it that therefore involves people giving to make that happen but the the value of that was so obviously seen over last week so yeah. um you know i'm sure that if, if if people get that vision then they'll get why it's worth giving yeah. finally joel mm. What's that one of that hymns project?
0: Oh, yeah, talking of fluffy albums, (laughs) (laughs) as you were, we actually have a fluffy album, but it's not too fluffy. Uh, This was where uh, we set to work, and we asked lots of you to set to work as well, going through the Jubilate back catalogue of texts, picking out stuff that inspires you and writing tunes. We narrowed it down to 13, uh, and then we gathered in um, Woodhouse Eves in Leicestershire, uh, to record them together over um, a couple of days back. We sang
1: a few of them over the retreat,
0: right? We actually, yeah, we actually did. We actually sang, um, yeah, we sang two of them the over comu- the retreat. The communion one? Yeah, come to the, come, ta- come to, come to what, what was it called? <laughs> I don't know, Joel. <laughs> well, <the problem> is, <laughs> you see, we didn't write you. the words. I can't remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> come to God's table yes. and we sang, sing a hymn to God's great l- glory as well, yeah. which I thought was a stonker. Excellent. Um, when we sang it. So that is going to be out in September. So a bit of work just to gather all the resources and things together for that that we normally do. Um, but I can't help but share stuff with you. And we literally have just got the final mixers back. And so <gasps> shall we Shall we pop one on the end of this podcast? Yes. Okay. We, this is going to be um, All Who Are Thirsty. <sighs> with words by... Michael Perry. With tune by...
1: Um, some dodgy geezer.
0: Yeah. And sung by fantastic Freddie Kofi, who came and joined us for the day. We were so pleased to have Freddie with us. So, um, yeah, why don't we we finish up with this? And um, we will look forward to spending more time with you all when the 12 Song Challenge kicks off on the 1st of September. Bye.
2: Bye. Amoridade Savior.